1: Ahoy! What's going on? It's a brand new episode of Baffled, your favourite fact podcast. My name is Dan. Thank you for listening. Uh, for, for you today, I have facts about dolls, dishes, and deadness. Mark is also here. What have you got? Dolls or dolls?
2: Dolls, dolls. Oh, I've got one about a TV show. One about a film. And what about a disease you've never heard of.
3: Connor is also here. Connor, what have you got? I have got three facts for you today. One, I have got about waterfalls. One, I have got about unicorns. One, I have got about a name of a character that we love. Ah, uh, <laughs> more
1: fictional facts. Fantastic. Stick around. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. So, uh, welcome along. Connor, you are not here. You are... In, in your other place of work? I'm in my other place of work, yeah. I'm in the studio right now, chilling. You missed, Connor, earlier
2: the most sad thing I've ever seen. Dan walks in... And the rules here in the UK... Rapturous
1: now, applause. Everyone was up well, on their feet. See, see this, this, is, this
2: is what Dan was thinking in his head, because this is the first time that me and Dan have been in the studio here with like a bunch of the other people who work here outside. No,
1: no, no let, me say, let me say this. Is, this, is, this, is, this is what went down. Imagine Churchill stepping out onto his uh, balcony... Right, enough of your lies. So,
2: no, we can't hear you. So Dan walks in, and I think he thinks everyone else thinks this is a big deal. And he walks in and he proudly goes, Who wants a hug? Do you want a hug? And everyone just sat there, silent, avoiding (laughs) eye contact with Dan, as he
1: stands there in the middle of the room, offering hugs, and no one is taking... so this is is what you need to know when you're listening in. As well as being the producer of this, the erstwhile producer of this show, uh, Mark has a fancy title and an email signature. That's true. So, you know, he runs a fairly tight ship. Dictatorial, you might say. I just made myself the comparison uh, with Churchill saving the world. In this comparison... No, don't don't go there. Mark, Mark, I know where you're about to go. Do Mark, not go Mark there. Mark is the dictator that wants to end the world. So he, um, so he runs such a tight ship that people are just afraid to show their, their true emotions and feelings. So when I come in, hey, you know, look who's back, who wants a hug... I can sense I can feel it in the air. there's a tingle of tension that people want the cuddle, but they can't because old hair heads over here um is, is is you know gonna crack that iron whip so yeah, I was I mean you, you should have you should have heard the rapturous applause, con Con imagine like which that, of those two it is, which one do you reckon was actually true?
3: and we'll be honest with you, I don't care about this conversation as probably after the listeners. Dan, you didn't get any hugs. Nice work, bud. Like, do you know what I mean? Okay. Let's do some facts. Who cares, mate?
2: We're just trying to have a nice, open conversation at the start, and you're like, no, let's just come on with the facts, mate. No, no what, People what is... People don't just come for the facts, is? Connor. People come for the incredible banter about our lives.
3: No, Mark, no one needs to know you got an email signature, and Dan, you asked for a hug and got mugged off, right? <laughs> That's enough for me. That's what I've taken from it. Da- Dan looks defeated. Connor, give us your first fact of the show. You can't visit the world's biggest waterfall... Uh, It's actually deep underwater in the ocean between Iceland and Greenland. The flow of the Denmark Strait Cataract, it's called, is 2,000 times more powerful than the the Denmark Strait Cataract is two thousand times more powerful than the Niagara Falls, and it's underwater. How is it a waterfall though if it's underwater? See, so so this is how, my how is exactly? the waterfall. Well, this is the thing. It actually is falling under the water. It's actually it's like a like a, 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 a fault basically of water underneath the water. I I I can't,
2: can't I can't comprehend this. Water can't fall within water. Surely. No. Yeah. So
3: as in. Unless no, it's no, no. falling from th- out of water. Yes, it falls... Yeah, sorry, I've explained. It falls from out of water, but the actual waterfall itself is obviously going under the water, if you know what I mean. No, I'm now confused even more. Well, it says here it's deep underwater in the ocean.
1: Did you did you, did you look at a picture of it or something? Did you look up any, uh, like... Yeah,
3: looked at a picture of it, and it,
1: it looks like a waterfall underneath the
3: ocean to me. I don't know.
1: I don't know if I'm buying it. Like, I know it's probably the... I know it's probably true, but I don't... I don't like, I can't figure out enough to, 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 to buy it.
3: No, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not the best geographical member here, I would say, and you think, does that come on the geography? I don't know. But, yeah, it's like this weird kind of underwater waterfall. So if you look at the pictures, if you type in Denmark Strait Cataract, or whatever it's bloody called, it, it's like this really weird kind of flowing water that falls on the water but kind of goes under the water. It's really strange, but it looks kind of cool.
1: Like, I understand why why that would be doing. So it would be a mixture of cold and warm
3: water, so the yeah. cold is sinking. But, like, can you call it a waterfall? Well, it says that it is a waterfall. Just a it current, isn't it? It's largest, just a current. I don't know. I mean, it may, maybe, Dan, what you need to do is contact the geographical master in Denmark and let them know that they're wrong, calling it a waterfall. I'm a big fan of waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird thing to be a fan of, but
1: I'm a big, big fan of him. I love the oh I love Angel Falls, which is in Venezuela. a big fan of Victoria Falls as well. I've never heard about this one, so I can add it to my waterfall compendium. You could go see it in a submarine out of the window at the front of the submarine, which may or may not exist. Listen to the brand new episode of Connor Explains. Yes, Connor. Dan,
3: do you think there's a situation in life when you need to maybe take a step back and highlight a few things when you've said that you're a fan of waterfalls.
2: Hey, what, what's not to like about a waterfall? It's water falling. Oh, yeah. And you a fan oh, of that, Mark? Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm too, I'm too cool for the waterfall. Oh, they're not edgy enough
3: for me. I would say a
2: waterfall is do, very do you know edgy. What? That tends to be why the water is falling.
3: I know, can we just finish the episode there, please? Seriously. Mark, give us your
2: first fact of the show. In the 19th century, experts warned women about a disease called bicycle face, which meant getting stuck with the awkward faces they make, while bicycling,
1: why did they do this? Was it was this like a campaign? Because wh- what year was this? This is in the nineteenth century, so the eighteen hundreds. So m- about the eighteen fifties. So well. in the eighteen, 18- back, back in that in those times, men were weren't the nicest people to swathes of women, I would imagine. No. So are they just annoyed by the um, not the ugly p- paces, maybe, That that maybe some some people are making on bicycles, and this is like an ad campaign because they just don't want to see them.
2: Uh, yeah, essentially, I think <laughs> so, and I think that from what I've found out doing research into this as well is that a lot of this also comes down from people shouldn't be cycling seven days a week because sunday is god's day and you should be resting on god's day because that is one of the cures for the bicycle face don't cycle seven days a week take a day off take a break on sunday so i think it was a part of religious thing i think it was a part thing of oh that's a lot of effort for a woman to cycle Um, It's claimed, this is a quote from a journal in 1856, it's claimed that overexertion, the upright position on the wheel, and the unconscious effort to maintain one's balance tends to produce a wearied and exhausted bicycle face.
3: Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I struggle to ride a bike sometimes, and yeah, I pull, pull faces with things that. you're But have you doing. ever been stuck with that, that face?
2: Gone to your doctor and gone something weird gone on my no. face and he's gone. you you've got a case of bicycle face. You wouldn't be
1: able to say it properly, would you? Because you're. you're like, <laughs> it's not
2: Italian. This is one of those. <laughs> stupid, <laughs> Italian mafia person. Huh.
3: This is one of those stupid back in the day things, isn't it? Seriously, just idiots back then. Bicycle face is a good insult though.
1: Oh, no, I did all Bicycle it Face. Is. No, Bicycle <laughs> Face is a great, like, a great mystery rapper name. Yeah. Like, what's oh, who's just dropped that new track? Oh, oh. it's Bicycle Face. Have you ever heard of him? Have you heard the new Bicycle Face mixtape?
3: Yeah. Dan, I think with a oh. comment like that, you'd definitely fit perfectly in the rap game. Uh, I think me
2: and Dan, of all the people, would be like, <laughs>
3: yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. My name's Bicycle Face. Get to know. Imagine Dan stepping out, looking like Dan, dressing like Dan, rapping and calling himself Bicycle Face. I can face. actually that imagine that if Dan had comedy. a successful
2: rap career it would be under the pseudonym of Bicycle Face. Could do it.
3: Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? If ever, it wouldn't be The Game or it wouldn't be The Game or 50 Cent, it would be like 25p or Bicycle Face. The Game.
1: <laughs> Who's The Game? The Game was again another fantastic reference Who's the game? from the mid 90s. Who's The Game? The The Game he was in Fifty Cent's crew at the time, what were the crew? G Unit, I think he was part oh, of G Mate, yeah. oye,
3: Dan, Dan, you're a- oye, Dan, you are actually a geezer, mate. You're in with a crew. Mark's like, who's the game? Yeah, who's Eminem. Why are we surprised at this? Why are we surprised oh, yeah. Mar- that Mark th- th- isn't up to date with <laughs> his rap knowledge? Dad, me and you were listening to the game and G Unit and Mark was just silently listening to Mozart with the boys. I think
2: you'll
1: find it was all about S Club Seven. Thank you very much. Oh, he's such an S Club listener, isn't he? I tell you what, i I'm, I'm I'm pretty good on the rap. I'm not, not modern rap, but I'm pretty good at, at Give I me a Dizzy Rascal song any day. ace hip pop. Yeah. Dance With Me.
3: Go on, then, Mark. Name me name me the top three Dizzy Rascal tunes for you. Go on. Uh, I would say Dance With Me. Google, Google. Uh, I would say Flex. Uh, and to be honest, yes. I, any of Boy In The
2: Corner album, I actually really enjoy. Uh,
3: do you know what? Do you know what? i see what we need to do, Dan. Be quiet, Mark. Can you just say the name of that album one more time? Boy In The Corner. Yeah, I mean, that is fantastic, isn't it? Mark Head saying, duh. I love it. Now, I know this is the 21st century
1: and people can be whoever they want to be. But Mark is the whitest man you will ever see in Absolutely. your life. Right, first fact of the show for me. This is all about a perfectly healthy and alive man who was told by the courts that he was dead. Uh, so a guy called Constantin Reliu, he learned uh, a couple of years ago that he was dead. He had been working as a cook in Turkey. He went home to Romania to discover that his wife had declared him dead. Mm. And because he, hadn't, nice. because he hadn't been there to say that he wasn't dead, they had declared him dead and he couldn't change it. So he was told by the courts, by these important people, that, nope, sorry, mate, you're dead. You don't exist. You are a ghost. The fact is you can actually have your life taken away while you are still alive legally.
3: What? That is mental. Great fact. Cracking fact. Never knew that. What? That is crazy.
1: Uh, yeah. So he's now in the legalistic n- nightmare of trying to prove that he's alive, but the thing is he's got no papers or anything because he's not been wor- he wasn't working in Romania or his home at the time he was in Turkey, but they d- uh, detained him and sent him back. So he was told that he was officially declared dead, and like six years earlier, and there was nothing he could do. You can't work because you're dead. You can't go anywhere else because they won't have you because you're dead.
3: So is he is he like seen and 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 sort of um, dealt with as a ghost or a zombie or? Well,
1: this is what the dude said. You jumped into that. He said, "I'm a living ghost." The court rejects the Romanian man's claim that he was, in fact, alive. What I love,
2: though, is, like, I've, I've seen enough crime documentaries to expert witnesses and uh, an, an evidence which is irrefutable, right? Surely, this guy turning up, being able to give a DNA sample and say, look, I am alive, I am this guy, surely that is as, like, definable, as irrefutable as you get. How can a court just go, look, I, I can see... But no.
3: Is he a musician, Dan? Is he dropping an album and this is just another PR stunt to get his face in the news? Daily Mail. I believe he
1: goes by the name Bicycle Face. I tell you what, I'm looking at a picture of his face. Is it a bit Bicycle Face? He ain't the best looking lad in the world, let me just say.
3: Does it look more like a bicycle frame, a wheel, maybe the handlebar? It looks looks more like a very,
1: very worn, haggard tyre. I would Ooh, say.
3: Haggertire, not like a mudguard. tire like that. that
2: also sounds like someone who would be in Bicycle Face's crew. No, that would be the name of the first album. Right. Oh, maybe. And, and
3: song. Mark, we need to have a chat off podcasts Nick, about your about your things that you're saying week on week. It's getting progressively worse. Who's part of this crew now? Bicycle Face and who?
1: Mud Mudguard would also be a good... <gasps> mudguard would be like, like the bodyguard of... It would be like the hard the hint the hint What I love of. is I could have said that and Connor would have literally ripped it out of me. Because I didn't say it as a I didn't say it, as a pun say it. I didn't say it as a pun. Oh.
3: I didn't say it as a pun. I said it as I a just, fact. I sometimes... I enter the recording of Baffled Every Week and I think, where are we going to go this week? Did I ever imagine that we'd have Bicycle Face and Haggard Tyre and a crew making albums? No. I'll you oh, see, you're Hedge on board now. Yes.
2: Rip out of me a second ago. Now you're on board with Haggard Tyre
3: and a crew.
1: Joke's thing about this Romanian <laughs> <I'm not> man <laughs> who's, who's, who's technically dead. He, um... Oh, yeah, I forgot what we I think here. he just up and left his wife. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I think he up and- Mark's thinking of an album name. Mark's like, hold on, mate. hold on a minute, mate. I've got an album name and I'm thinking of a world tour I think here. I mean, the, the album like a name's a tire. just called
2: Spokes. Okay, that's all it is. It's just called Spokes.
1: Yeah, I think he up and left his wife to go for work for like 20 years and then she declared him dead. So she kind of told him that she was doing this. So he comes back expecting her to be all... Hi, honey, you're home. What would you like for your tea? Oh, some more stew again. Oh, yeah, oh! we're in Romania and dumplings, of course. That's all Hold we ever eat. And she's declared him dead. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but she's a. But what she could, what he can do is get her in prison, right? Because what he can do is have sex with her and then get her prosecuted for having sex with dead bodies. Do we? Did we do a thing about having sex with a ghost before? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I think like, so. Also, he's not a ghost. Here's a question.
2: She has yeah, said that he's dead, right? <laughs> now,
3: hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's, here's a question. What sort of size top and, and chain do you think that haggard, haggard, haggard bicycle, whatever it is, should wear? No,
2: come on, come on. Although, let's face it, if he wore a chain, it would be a bike chain. But here's a question. Thank you. Here's a question. If she has claimed that he is dead and has now got him legally clarified as dead, but he's not dead, does that mean she could get done for murder because she has killed him against his wishes?
1: It's a great point. It's a great point that I can't find out for you. My brain is too. That, that is more of one
2: of those people's take away and think about, ponder it in your future that is life. That's the blurb.
3: My. That's the blurb for the back of your album. I love it. My
1: mind is too full of
3: bicycle. Yeah, it's too full. Bicycle faces. First. Should I lower the mood a bit, Dan? Do you reckon? Well, you already have. Connor, what's your second part of the show? The cookie monster's name is Sid. No, oh, no, it's not. No, it's cookie monster. Well, fine, whatever.
1: It's, it's, <laughs> His real name, <laughs> no, Sid. It's.
3: Not. it's, it's Right, I've, I've got a couple of
2: issues with this. A, it's Cookie Monster, simple. B, no, he doesn't it's... have a real name; he's a f-ing muppet.
1: Wait, it's just this is. I Sid. enjoy the Cookie
2: Monster. I like the Muppets. In fact, I'll go as far to say I love the Muppets. But he doesn't have a real name. He's the Cookie
1: Monster. Well, the thing is, you could. It's just I don't like these facts where it's just. A made-up thing, where it's like, oh, yeah, it's, someone's it's, just decided. Oh, yeah, his, his real name's actually Sid, though. But it's no, it's no, not. no, no. Apparently, I think, I think, I think. To be fair, from what I remember of Sesame Street, I think he did have a name. But what I mean is that it's Pip, by and Popeye over again. It's, it's. I can say, oh, it's just Harry
3: Potter's name's Harry Potter. It's just what you said. It's made up. No, it's a fact. His name's Sid. and he's he's in a he's in a crew with with. With Bike Shed and or Bar and pit by pipe and put by I think you've taken us too far I think the Bike Shed would, would be... Um,
1: the Shed would... Mark, Mark,
3: Mark, 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 deep, Mark, Mark, deep you wish you had said that, didn't you? No, not really.
1: The Shed... It wasn't funny. ...would be a good, like, a good hangout for, for them to live.
3: Yeah, we, we're we losing the plot here. Uh, uh, seriously, we're losing the plot. I think with have right, no, this no. is it. one of, final one episode of, of Bath things, thank you for listening. One of two things
2: is happening here. Either one, we have finally lost the plot... Or two, the, I mean, either way, this could be the last episode because we've either lost the plot and we're giving it up or we have created a multi-million idea of Bicycle Face living in the shed with his unit, including Haggard Tire, an album called Spokes, and, 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 and we're never coming back because we're making money from running a rap unit.
3: Or three, which is probably more likely, uh, reviews plummet, subscribers <laughs> unsubscribe, and baffles finished. So we're, we're very sorry about that. Basically, Listen, any should we get into a popper anyway, fact, I'm so sorry. sorry. Is, is that we're just finished?
1: How does he decide that his name was Sid though? Like it's a random name. To call, it's Dan's, a random name to call the oh, cookie monster, isn't he's
3: it? He's just sitting there. Mark, me and you are blabbering on about baffled, falling to pieces, and Dan's there like this about cookie Sid. monster named about Sid? Sid. I'm sick of it. Wait, how <laughs> does he? So do it. you have any more about this, or is it just that? No. No, it's um. uh, This is all I got. The Cookie Monster has a real name. Full stop. Underneath, it's Sid. No, seriously, and then seriously's underlined in bold. And when you click on that on the website, it takes you to an article about the fact that cows have regional accents. So it's definitely legit. Like,
1: I wonder why they called him Sid. Like, I wonder
3: what. Well, I don't know because I think what happened, if I remember, and I
1: might have seen the clip actually, Uh, uh, that he says that before he ate his first cookie, Mm. he. Believed his name was Sid, and then he had a cookie, and he loves cookies so much that he becomes the Cookie Monster. Why would, why would the people making the Cookie Monster decide that he thought his name was Sid? What's that? There about? You go, he's got a name,
3: Sid. Well, I don't there think goes. they decided. Sid. I
2: think Cookie Monster's mum and dad decided he was called Sid because when a mummy Cookie Monster Sid. and a daddy Cookie Monster love each other very much.
3: I didn't realise that we'd have six minutes of content out of this, but we, we're good at we're good at what we do, aren't we? <laughs> what are we doing, Mark? Give us your second
2: fact of the show. Okay, when the cast of The American Office were in the background, they were using their computers to do life admin, from paying bills to browsing MySpace. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? So you have people like uh, Brian Bumgartner, who plays Kevin... So that because he was an accountant, he'd just sit there and pay his bills because, hey, it's all money and it looks the same on the screen, right? And you'd never know.
3: Well, of course, of course it makes sense that you're not going to get him to watch porn, aren't you? You're going to get him to do something like make a Google Doc. What would you yeah, do, they would Mark? Yeah, just sat
2: there just doing life admin.
3: My favourite thing about this, though, is that some of the
2: characters or some of the actors decided that if they were going to sit there as the characters and have to, you know, supposedly work on their computers, they would create MySpace pages for their characters. Mm. So... You know, let's take Brian Boomgatnow, who just spoke about, who played Kevin. He would create a MySpace page for Kevin where he would never break the fourth wall. Because apparently uh, the show was struggling for viewers, struggling to get fans involved so they decided this was a good way to interact with their fans
1: and because they, when they Sounds were filming like laugh, they'd sit there yeah. for a long time they, they, they yeah. were pretty much sat there all day which yeah. why some of the characters you don't see them as much is because they're in the writing stuff as well so they're kind of off the back so they can write when everyone else is acting yeah uh, yeah but it makes perfect sense uh, I'm a big fan of that and and also their characters quite a lot of their first names were actually the names of the actors which I guess blurs that line as well
3: Dan did you find this when you were in Harry Potter and you were an extra like, and I'm genuinely not mugging you off here I'm being completely honest did they get you to try and do I don't know what, what scene you were doing, but were they getting you to do? I mean, I'm not convinced that sat in the Hogwarts would...
2: Great Hall, Dan could just have his laptop out doing doing his homework.
3: No, but I don't. I, I assume maybe they gave you actual food to eat, mate. Like, I'm, I'm saying, like, how, how do they actually. And this is a genuine question. I'm not saying this to mug him off. I'm being honest. Like, how do, how do they do it? Do they get you to chat about. I always wonder that, like, with friends, for example, a perfect, a perfect example. When you look at like Central Perk, the main actors are there. I always think, those people in the background, how do they. How do they kind of do the extra stuff? Do you know what I mean? Uh, what did
1: we do? I think we were probably told to kind of be in character. So if something's happening, if but just imagine you were at school while this thing is going on. That, that was probably it. So we were probably chatting a bit in character about what's going on, probably because we were like 13, chatting about the nonsense situation that we've landed ourselves in. When you'd eat food, there would be the food there for you to eat. Quite a lot of the piles of food that you see are fake. But if you're in like a dinner scene...
3: You'd be shooting it for hours at a time, so by the end of it, you're just eating very cold food. Can you imagine Mark as an extra in the office or something? And they're they're like, right, they're like, right, extra's up like fifty people, Dan, right? And they're like, today, when you're doing your extra stuff, we're gonna get you to do actual life admin. You just hear a little bit at the back. Woo!
1: Mark's like <laughs> I'd, I'd <be> well excited. <laughs>
3: yeah, Mark's like, right, who wants to make a live Google Doc then? I'll make it I'll tell you what, I'll make a Google Doc.
1: It's like, hang on a second, I get a day just to focus on life admin. Don't pay me, I'll do this for free. Right, time for my second fact of the show. There was once a town called Clark in uh, 2005, in a bid to sell more satellite dishes, they renamed themselves to Dish. Dish. D-I-S-H. That is now a town in Denton County in Texas. They were sponsored, in effect. By the way, we'll take sponsorships. That, you know, if, if you want to help, if you want to pay us to rename the podcast, we will do that. They did this with a town, a company called Dish, the Dish Network satellite TV company. In a bid to promote themselves and to sell more satellite dishes, they paid an entire town to rename themselves to the name of their company, Dish. We've had it before. We'll have again. Only in America. This stuff would never happen in the UK. I mean, you say that there is a place in Cornwall called Minions,
2: which war, where they changed the road sign for the Minions movie. So yeah. it does happen. In the UK, but that's but it was called Minions before that. It was called Minions before that. That is true.
1: There's a little, little bit of linking. That's a nice publicity. Yeah. Whereas imagine, linking
2: rather than changing? Who, your who name.
1: would you, who would you pay to do? Who would you approach? Like if you wanted to change the name of London, for instance, I don't know, probably Sadik Khan or whatever. Give old Sadiq Khan a ring, Mayor of London. All right. The thing is, so the community accepted this offer to rename itself Dish, all capital letters, and they had 12 citizens on a council. Uh, who met to support the measure. All residents received uh, free telly, free cable for a year, basic nice cable, up. and a free digital video recorder. Tiny, tiny town, though. There's only like 200 people there. Well, I mean, what, what benefit do they get from this? Like People know, because... in New York looking at this going, mm, might get a dish now. Well, this is, and also, they've given everyone that they could sell to free stuff anyway. Yeah. I honestly don't see the point in this. Like who?
2: Who, who in the organization went? Yeah, you know what? You know what? This will create a
1: sales surge. Uh, also, yeah, as I said, there's only about two hundred people in there. It's called Dish 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 Texas. It's still a thing, and like I've never heard of it. I mean, I don't live in Texas. I don't know. Maybe if you live in Denton County, this is a thing that you know about. Yeah, maybe
2: maybe it did hit the news, and it just made people go, "Oh, okay," because that I means a way to guarantee yourself on the news, isn't it? You can't just pay... Well, you probably can't in America. But you shouldn't just be able to pay the news to be on the news. Whereas if you do, if you pay a little town to rename itself, the news will pick it up.
1: This is why a lot of these things happen. It's true. We should do something yeah, like that. We have the billboards, obviously, but we should do something a bit more outrageous to get the news. Why don't we news? ring up
2: Sadiq Khan and say, hey, mate, can we rename London to Baffled? There we go.
0: and 365 day returns.
3: Right, Connor, give us your last fact of the show. Hunting unicorns is legal in Michigan. Just because it's
2: legal doesn't mean it can happen. Or maybe that's why there's no more unicorns. We can blame
3: Michigan. Lake Superior State University in Michigan offers a unicorn hunting licence. Unsurprisingly, the chief herald of the unicorn hunters was once quoted saying, the pursuit of the unicorn is a lonely quest. We wish them nothing but good luck. But yeah, you can get a license from that university to hunt unicorns. Bunch of knives. And how do they know it's a lonely quest? Maybe you could go do it with a bunch of friends. It
2: might be the most fun you have. You may never find a unicorn, but it doesn't mean it's lonely. Maybe you could find the little unicorn, eh?
1: It, the, the, the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland. So if it's going to be anywhere, Scotland. Not Michigan. Yeah, it's up in the highlands running around with a little baby haggis. Also, you don't want to hunt unicorns. You don't want to, like, if you're killing a unicorn, there's something wrong with you. Well, exactly. I feel bad for these unicorns. Also, it's just like it's later- also
2: a unicorn will shoot lasers out of its horn at you. So why a- would you do it? American laws again, isn't it? Just one of those of like. I assume it costs to go and get a license to hunt unicorns, right? Because there's there's admin work involved. That's that's going to be a bit of dough. That's going to be a bit of dough, isn't it?
3: Connor, did you say it was from university? Yeah, so you can get the uh, hunting license from Lake Superior State University in Michigan. They're the ones that offer the license.
1: This is this is the town of Dishallover, isn't it? Yeah. They've done this specifically to yeah. get the mention in in the Baffled podcast, and they've done that very well, wisely. And now people are going to go to the University of Michigan. You reckon? Yeah, there might be a surge of people doing crazy things, so we broadcast them as facts. Yeah, Something to think about, isn't it? Yeah, Something. Maybe we're getting Maybe. conned Something to think
2: about. Maybe we're part of the issue of this commercial world.
1: Mark, give us your last fact of the show. James Cameron did
2: not want My Heart Will Go On to be in Titanic because he thought the movie was too epic already. And didn't need a pop song in it. How,
1: how how was his mind changed? Was
2: it a placeholder like the one in Shrek? No. So interestingly, Celine Dion also never wanted to do the song. She was convinced by her husband. Um, and the studio put pressure on James Cameron to do it because they thought it would be good for marketing. And because they had a deal with Sony Music who were putting pressure on them. So Sony Music put pressure on the studio. The studio put pressure on James Cameron. Celine Dion's husband put pressure on her. And James Cameron and Celine Dion finally agree. And they create one of the most iconic songs to be in a movie.
1: Don't feel sorry for them, do you? Because, no, because you don't really. Because I'll be honest, they've done pretty well out of it, haven't they? Got a great meme out of it. Got a great meme out of it at the moment.
3: Great meme out of it. Top meme. I love Celine Dion.
1: An interesting. Okay, Connor, what are your top
2: three
3: Celine Dion songs? <laughs> <laughs> do you know I haven't got a top three of Celine Dion songs. I've just got a top one. Is it the one I just mentioned? Dion song. Uh... No, it isn't the one that you've just mentioned. The one that my my top Celine Dion song is "I Drove All Night." Very niche. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a good song though. Yeah. But I'll be honest. I drove
1: all night to get to. It's all coming back to me now. I Love very that.
3: Very good. Celine That's the yeah. Song. That would
1: be in my
2: top three Celine Dion yeah. songs. See, this is where we're more happy, chatting about Celine Dion songs rather than Bicycle Face and G-Unit.
3: Yeah, she looks cracking as well for her age. Did you see her on Carpool Karaoke with James Corden? She just doesn't really see... It's it's fame, isn't it? Like J-Lo, they just look better with age. (laughs) Other fun
2: fact about Celine Dion, she once took part in Eurovision for
1: Switzerland, even though she's Canadian.
3: (laughs) There you go. (sighs) How do you know that? Seriously, that is incredible knowledge.
1: Right, last fact of the show. Uh, I really like this one. So, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original with Gene Wilder. The the better one. Yes. You'll have seen this, yeah. Uh, uh, There is a line in it that goes... (coughs) (coughs) Let me find the line. Uh,
2: You You wouldn't tell this kid was in Harry Potter, would you?
1: You will remember the, the kids and their visitors, they go to lick Willy Wonka's lickable wallpaper. Yes, and did. Willy Wonka goes, lick an orange, it tastes like an orange The strawberries taste like strawberries The snozzberries taste like snozzberries Now, Willy Wonka, uh, Willy Wonka, Roald Dahl Didn't like the film Because they had creative control differences over it So, his ultimate revenge Was all about the word snozberry. In another one of his books uh, That comes out after the film He defines a snozzberry as being a penis Amazing uh, so there's there's a line in one of the books. Hang on, what's, what's the book? Oh, it's Meyer's Uncle Oswald. So it's one of his adult books he brought out later. And a character in it, when they're talking about sex, says, I grabbed hold of his Snosbury and hung onto it like grim death. So talking about the penis, so Roald Dahl gets his, oh, that they're
3: talking about, is it? Penis. Roald
1: Dahl gets his own back on the people that make the movie by saying this made up word that they've made in the film is actually a penis. Well, there we go. It is very much its own Willy Wonka. There you go. Yeah, Roald Dahl has a history for being like doing like mental things like this. I'm a big fan of it. Like, if you're going to get your own back, get your own back by really screwing them over like that. Yeah, big time. Yeah, and I I like that as a a nickname for a, a as well a Snosbury. Snosbury. Not appealing though, is it? Snosberry. Not appealing. You know, first first uh, first night back after lockdown, swiping right or whatever is on Tinder. You go back and you say, "Oh, you love? Do you want to see my Snosbury?" Get out. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it'll work. Hmm. I think one of, the, one of the less appealing words for it. That is it for this week's Baffled. What have we learned? Well, um, you can be dead even though you're alive. For some reason, the cookie monster is called Sid and we are taking applications to be part of the shed. If you'd like to come and live with us with bicycle face and haggard tyre and what else was there? Mudguard. Mudguard. and work on our new album, Spokes. Yeah, info.baffledpod.com. That's where you apply. Uh, we will see you next week. Also, give us a follow at Baffle Pod, And it's uh, the same on TikTok for almost daily facts of the day. Say goodbye, Connor. See you later. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. And I will see you soon as well. I might actually be Bicycle Face. That might be my alter ego. I'll see you soon. Bye.